The fact is, all humans are afraid of something, more or less, depending on the individuals. Even the ones who claim to have no fear, they either don't fully understand themselves or are deceiving themselves. For the, even the wisest of the wise have some kind of fear. So let's take the example of Buddha, the enlightened one, whose teachings became the foundation of the development of Buddhism that many people know and follow today. Followers and non-followers are alike, know his original story, but few people have the insight of this realization that it was fear from witnessing aging, sickness, and death in life. That was the motivation for his pursuit of escape from suffering. And born into the wealthy family, he didn't have to worry about material needs like most people. Yet, he was more intuitive to realize that all his wealth and power couldn't save him from getting old, sick, and then dying as an end. So it was from that deep fear of suffering that led him to give up his life of luxury and honor to seek the answer, the end, to end the suffering of life. And the rest is history. Thus, in that sense, spirituality speaking, having fear is actually a good thing. Why? Because fear helps humble an individual from the sin of pride and arrogance in thinking that he, she can be above it all. In reality, the effects of fear have two possible outcomes. One is positive effect that leads to a better way of living and the other is not. In life, an example of negative outcomes is when you have people fearing others like a king or a dictator. And this kind of fear does nothing for the people who have it, except eventually leading to control and enslavement of mind and spirit. In fact, there are only positive outcomes in fearing an almighty God, the powerful creator of all. Of, of all. When you truly believe and fear him, you will think twice before coming acts of sin. You will be afraid to go against him, against his way, like worshiping other idols. You will work harder at being a better person rather than not caring or being lazy. And you will be more conscientious living by his rules when you fear his wrath.
And though today's readings speak to our fears, the intent is not to bring despair or hopelessness. The first readings give us hope in seeing justice prevail over evildoers while the faithful receive the light of healing. And in the gospel, the image our Lord Jesus gives does sound like doom and gloom for what is to come in the end of days. Yet, know this, his purpose is to speak the truth and to strengthen our motivation to act and live the faith. His intention is to encourage trust in him who is our key to the kingdom of heaven. And he is our guide during these times of turmoil. In knowing the end of time, it will help you. It will help you to be detached to this materialistic world and live for what is above. A foolish response to fear is letting it paralyze you into inaction or works, letting you, letting it push you into acts of superiority. A wise choice is to understand that fear and to seek the spirit help in overcoming and transforming it in for action in faith. Our scripture today challenges us to not just view the catastrophe of life, but move beyond to see them as opportunities for us to strengthen and deepen our faith in God and our Lord Jesus. There is no escaping the suffering of life, but you can learn to overcome them and rise above it all through perseverance. Christ showed us the way and many faithful followers show that it can be done. You cannot control, control life, but you certainly can control how you respond to fear. Our faith is in the person of our Lord Jesus, and our strength is found in God, the Creator. Trust in them, and you will see miraculous changes in your life and beyond. We are not alone, my brother and sister, because of His Spirit is always there to, to ready to lead us. Now, the Eucharist is the strongest sign we have of our Lord Jesus present among us. God is here. God is with us. We are loved as we continue on the journey of faith.